host Alexis Chainsaw Massacre. I'm back at the home office again. I'm posted up in my bed with the podcast Mascot Halloween Kitties, Uncle Ruckus and Mr. Miyagi. They are so excited because the window's been open for the first time in like six months, so they're pretty fucking stoked. So, I hope you all are doing fantastic. I know this past weekend for me was fucking great because, well... I'm talking about the Pet Cemetery today, y'all, and I saw it Friday, so that started off a fucking fantastic weekend. Then the next day, my grandma and I went to go see Phantom of the Opera, which was fucking incredible. And then yesterday, I went to the Cavs game, got drunk, got some tacos. It's been fucking dope. Today's been, um, a Monday. I saw two people. And then, my passenger side window just wouldn't go down, go up, rather. It would go down, not up. And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, where do I gotta go next? Hood, hood, hood. And I'm like, your girl don't feel like getting robbed today. So, I called in my work, I'm like, hey, I need to go get this window fixed. And it didn't wind up amounting to be a whole lot of money, which was good. They fixed it pretty timely. And on the plus side, I got to have a little couple extra hours to myself, which is, I got, I finished my fucking local taxes, and that shit sucks, but it's over, so that's, that's great. So, Pet cemetery. Now, when I was doing, set to do this podcast, I was really hoping that I would have had the book finished. However, these cute old ladies have been giving me all these other books, so I've gotten a little sidetracked with, uh, currently Danielle Steele, which, yeah, I know, fucking make fun of me, I don't care. I'm not gonna turn down something from a cute little old lady, and I wanted it to be nice, so I was reading it, it's actually, well, it got sad where I left it last. It's not super, it's not as cheesy as I would have expected it to be, so I kind of surprised myself on that one. But Pet Cemetery, I have not finished the book, it's my first time reading it through. Um, I'm not too much of a reader these days, I'm trying to be more of a reader again, because I'm like, I'm so fucking tired of looking at my phone. I don't want to look at social media anymore. If if I do, it's because I'm on the can. I'm taking a big shit. And when you're taking a shit, you look at shit. So, there you go. So, that's why I've been trying to read a little more. And Pet Cemetery, the book, for those of you that don't know, but I think everybody does, by the cokehead Stephen King. And actually, interestingly enough, at the beginning of the book, it, it has a little introduction as to how he came up with that story. And I guess he was, I think he was like a professor somewhere in Maine and had to relocate. And he lived on a super busy street like that with cars going fucking 100 miles an hour. And there was a place called Pet Cemetery, and it was spelled with an S that everybody buried their dogs and cats. So his brain just kind of went from there. So that's how that's what the inspiration was now if I'm not mistaken too and I don't want to speak out of turn here if I'm uh, saying the wrong shit but I think misery was based on a somewhat real experience too I don't think he got his legs hobbled and shit like that that's not what I'm saying I think though that he did have a super fan that was just overly obsessive and was stalking him when he was in town or some shit so yeah I guess I don't know where it came from. If I'm hoping he wasn't in a fucking child orgy, but hey, I don't know. 
just gonna leave it at that. But the book so far, I'm not super far into it. Probably just a little less than ch uh, 10 chapters, and the chapters in that book are real short. Um, as of now, the biggest differences I've noted noticed is that uh, uh, Judd, he's Pet Cemetery guy, he has a wife in the book that is alive. Neither of the movies he does. Um, she's mentioned, but she's deceased. In the book, the mom is much more overprotective, I guess, of her kids and real just just an anxious mess. And then the dad's just kind of like an exhausted doctor. He's more of an asshole. He's tired of working at the hospital all goddamn day long. Um so the, those are the major differences I've not noticed as of now. The most entertaining part of reading it, though, is that it's spelled very phonetic. I don't know if phonetically is the way it's spoken exactly like he he speaks. It's written. Oh my god! It's fucking Monday. Oh, drank too much last night. Uh, and now I lost my train of thought. Forgive me, people. Um. It's the dialogue is written as he sounds, so it's that real thick New England, which that's my favorite part of the original film is Pet Cemetery Guy, and he, I love fucking Herman Monster. I forget his actor name, but he he makes the the original Pet Cemetery movie movie. Don't go down that road. Fuck, that is better. Are there in the so in the beginning of both movies? Speaking of the pet cemetery, I watched the the original one with my dogs six months or so ago. Is that fucked up? I guess it kind of is. They were enjoying it though. But um, <laughs> the original one, pet cemetery guy says something like, "Oh, gotta get the cat fixed." Uh, feral cat, Wanda. And that that conversation wasn't had in the remake. So let's let's go from there. I'm gonna preface this with Pet Cemetery is one of my favorite horror movies, but it's because I find so much humor in it. It's not if if you have seen the original it, it's along the same lines where there's some definite redeem, redeeming parts, and mainly because of each movie has one character that's fucking awesome. But the effects kinda lack and it's kinda cheesy and it's just it's it's fun to make fun of. Do I love it? Absolutely. I, it's one of my favorites. So, that's how, in the original one, I was just looking up, uh, 1989. The remake, um, I think definitely had a lot creepier tone to it. The, it, it was pretty decent. It stayed fairly true to the original one. They tweaked a couple major things, though. One of the pivotal points in the movie, about halfway through the end, they changed, um, just a couple of things here and there. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, even though the trailer fucking spoils everything. I'm so fucking done with trailers. They, the Pet Cemetery remake trailer ruined a pretty pivotal part in the movie, and I think that's fucking horseshit. So I think I would have liked it better if it weren't for that. So PSA, stop watching the fucking trailers, because it'll ruin the whole movie for you. I'm to the point now where I'm like, nope, we're doing we're doing teaser, we're do just gonna do the teaser trailers. So actually, right before I started talking to y'all, I went on Rotten Tomatoes and I looked at the scores. 
there's a lot of haters of Pet Cemetery, you guys. I'm here to tell you. The original one averages like 50-something critics, 59 audience, and the remake wasn't much better. It was like 59% critics, 44% audience. I said, ouch. I, to me, I thought it was enjoyable. I liked it, but I mean, I, I do love the first movie. And the thing about horror remakes, they can be great. Like, you have some fucking awesome ones. You have It Was Awesome. Um, what's it called? Um, the Evil Dead remake is dope. You have some awesome ones. But then you have ones like uh, Poltergeist, where uh, Sam Rockwell couldn't save that movie. I'm trying to think of other really terrible ones. They Why they fucking made another Ring movie... It's not why that movie isn't even old enough to be remade. It was remade. It was made in like 2004. Oh shit! It was over a decade ago. We need another one. Fuck no. So there. That's how it is. Also, side note: they're remaking Child's Play this year, which you know. I said okay, whatever. I don't know who else is gonna do it other than Brad Dorif and uh, Jennifer Tilly. <coughs> Excuse me. And I watched the trailer, uh, Aubrey Plaza's the mom, and the trailer looked like hot garbage. They, they're, uh, trying to make Chucky look like a fucking cyborg, or some stupid bullshit, I'm like, why? Just let it go. But then, this week I found out a major detail that has completely changed my tune on this movie. Ready for it? Mark Hamill, aka the best goddamn Joker is playing Chucky. My tune has changed. It has my undivided attention now. So there, I, I hope if that brings joy to some of you guys like it does me. So, Pet Cemetery, the original. I've already kind of gone over. I love Judd Crandall. But I've always called him Pet Cemetery guy because I could never remember his name. And the, just, just to give you an idea of... <laughs> This is, this is how I feel about this movie. So, several years ago, I think I was living down in Columbus. My sister came to visit me. She had a cold or some shit. I don't know. She wasn't feeling well. She's like, Lex, help me feel better. And I said, oh, I know what will make you feel better. Let's watch Pet Cemetery." So, we watched it. And she said, you know what? I really don't feel any better. I said, oh, oh no, I do, though. <laughs> so, then, uh, me, her, her boyfriend, and my two spooky friends from, from school, um... We all went to see it, and Lynn's whispered in my ear, she said, you know, I still have that double ear infection, and my thrush hasn't gone away yet. I'm like, oh, you're sick for Pet Cemetery. Yes. Normally, I, do, I wouldn't wish that you'd be sick, but this it's pretty appropriate. I asked her if she felt better at the end, and she said that she did a little bit. So my job as a big sister has been fulfilled that day. So... Yeah, the original one, Pet Cemetery guy, and I loved. I always found him so fucking amusing, and just like his his uh, his voice gets stuck in my head all the time. And then South Park goes and makes him a recurring, just minor character on the show, of him just showing up at people's houses and be like, "Don't go down that road. 
Don't even think about burying him with him over there. He's <laughs> like, where the fuck did he come from? And it's great. I, I love it. So he definitely makes the first movie. Um, the the kids in the in the first movie are really cute, especially the little boy. Um, the mom's a fucking cunt. I'm sorry to say. Actually, I'm, what do I have to be sorry about? I don't care. No, I'm not sorry. She's a cunt. She, um, there because there's a side plot about how. She had a sister with, it was like cystic fibrosis or some, some shit that she had, or spinal meningitis, or I don't know, but she was really sick, and she was left alone at her parents' house to take care of her older sister. Um, she just, she wanted her to die, she said, I'm tired of this shit. Who, and then... They're, that's it, like the beginning of the movie, the, the creeds, the husband and wife, are giving each other a big hug, and she's like, I wanted my sister to be dead, and he's just like, I've never loved you more, and I'm like, what the fuck, if, if Arlo told me that, I'd be like, um, what the fuck is your problem, I'm like, no, so, that's, that's that side, uh, side story that really just portrays the mom as a huge so those are the main characters, and then of course Pet Cemetery guy. So the premise of the movie: this family, uh, Doctor Creed, Doctor Lewis Creed, they move from Boston, I do believe, because they um, he's a doctor. He was working in the ER or some shit and was busy all the damn time, working long late hours. Never seen his family. Got offered this position as uh, the doctor of this university. So he said, "Well, yeah, I can." do pretty much nine to five with that it'll be great so they move into this house and pet cemetery guy stumbles upon their properties it's like i'm gonna show you guys the woods oh here's the pet cemetery and him and lewis are you know just kicking just fucking kicking and drinking beers and then uh the little girl ellie she has a cat named church short for winston churchill and that's why he's telling them fix that cat because fix cats don't tend to wander as much and that's a busy ass fucking road all these fucking giant semi trucks speeding down that's why the pet cemetery is there so this doesn't I, I'm I, if you haven't seen this by now the trailers ruined it for you so I'm just gonna go ahead church gets ran over by a fucking truck so Judd pet cemetery guy is being all shady he's like here I'll show you where to, to bury this cat and I don't know, I feel like Lewis takes forever to ask questions. Like, he just does it. Why wouldn't you be like, can I just bury him in my fucking backyard, bro? Like, no. So, come to find out, there's a wall behind the pet cemetery that is, it, this dead man calls it, of sour ground. It's some kind of Indian burial ground type deal. So, the, the ground is... It's not good. It'll bring whatever you have back in that ground, but it's not. It's not good. Church comes back all like the Cujo of cats. So it, it's it's a mistake, essentially. So that's that's the premise of Pet Cemetery. What you put in that ground, you'll get it back, but you might not like what you get back. So it just starts a vicious chain of events. And things things don't end well. I'm just gonna say that there's there's a lot of fucking bullshit that goes on, all because they wanted to bring some cat back. It just keeps going from there. And Judd has lived in that neighborhood 
since he was a little boy and he had his own dogs that he had buried back there. One thing I love about the first movie, one of the truck drivers is listening to the song Pet Cemetery by the Ramones, which the remake, they had a, you know, they had a remake version of the song in the ending credits. It's not good, as good as the fucking Ramones, though. Come on, let's be serious. So that, that was cool. So yeah, the first one overall, I would not say it's a good movie, but it's one of my favorites. It's entertaining. Pet Cemetery guy just makes me happy. I think we can pretty much leave it at that. The remake, okay. Pretty, it stays pretty similar. Dad, nice guy. Mom, a little less cunty, but she's disturbed by her whole sister situation when they move, and that kind of comes out of the blue. Ellie still has uh, Winston Churchill. Gage, actually the boy that they got to play Gage in this movie resembles the first one, which is pretty impressive. Or at least I think so. My sister did too. These dogs are gonna put in fucking pet cemeteries. They'll start stop barking. No, I'm just kidding. I love these dogs, but god damn it, are they a pain in my ass sometimes. They, I don't know. They know how to push my buttons. But, uh, so, that's, that whole family is the same. Uh, just, some of the, the thing I noticed was a big difference. Some of the little dialogue and plot points that seemed to be more dwelled on in the first one were either non-existent or it was just brought up super briefly. Um, so, in the, one big thing I noticed just at the beginning of the movie, the Pet Cemetery guy, Judd, played by John Lithgow in this movie, or Lith- I keep hearing people say Lithgow, so maybe that's how I should say it, John Lithgow. Um, from those that you don't know, fucking Dexter, he's the best goddamn serial killer, Harry and the Hendersons, movie about fucking Bigfoots. He's Lord Farquaad and Shrek, which is one of my favorite movies. Third Rock from the Sun. He's a fucking... He's a fucking bad... Fucking... I was gonna say he's a bad bitch, but he's just just a boss. What up, Pete? (laughs) Oh, man. Just... I don't even need to go into that. Just never mind. That's just an inside joke for myself. We'll we'll leave it there. But he... in, In the first movie, he's... He befriends the dad immediately and is real friendly. And this one, he's more mysterious. He's not creepy, but he's not... I wouldn't say that he's super outgoing and like, Oh, I gotta meet the family. He's walking through the woods because Ellie sneaks back there and finds a pet cemetery. And he's and he's telling her not to climb the wall. And he's like, you're gonna hurt yourself. And then she's like, Oh, I love this old man neighbor. I'm gonna make him cookies. And I'm gonna make him love my cat. And then she their house so that's how he gets introduced to them but i would say him in general it's a pretty big difference obviously john lithgow he is his own iconic voice he's not gonna change he's not gonna accent it up so and i kind of like that he he didn't do an accent he just did his own thing but his pet cemetery guy he's a lot less of like the fun loving that Herman Munster was. He's more of the mysterious. He's caring and he's nice, but I wouldn't classify him as fun. He's, um, he's more like beware. He's more like 
I'm gonna be the foreshadower of this whole thing. So that's that's definitely a big difference. Like I said, the ending and there's a period in the middle that's different. That's pretty pretty different. Um, so that the, other than that, stays pretty much the same. One thing I was real. Oh no, there's another big difference. They uh. Rachel's sister, that's the mom, she dies two different ways, which I don't know how. Actually, I think the way she dies in the remake might be cooler. It makes the whole situation a little creepier. But that's... Other than that, it stays fairly fairly true to what's going on. I thought that it was creepy. There was de I, One thing I was scared about was that it was going to be super jump scary, but it wasn't. They had... I think I think they they did a good job not overkilling it with the jump scares and also keeping the suspense going and that's I think that was one of the main things that impressed me during that was that I've seen the fucking movie many times the original nothing really that creepy about it but so I know the plot but it still had some suspenseful moments so I was definitely uh, grateful for that so um I thought the casting was pretty good. Uh, they, I think they took, they had to take liberties a little bit because a remake's not supposed to be a shot-for-shot shot remake. It's supposed to have a little different flair, a little different interpretation to it. So, I think I liked it. I, I appreciated it. It was mainly just that fucking trailer that ruined, and I would have been more surprised had they just not fucking told me the whole movie. So I can't say that enough. If you haven't seen it, don't watch the trailer because it'll fucking ruin most of the movie. It's it's quite ridiculous. So it does lack Ramones. That's okay. It's not the end of the world. John Lithgow's good in everything that he does. And he does in this one too. I, I like the, the little girl's cute. The little boy's cute. The mom's less of a cunt. The dad's about the same. I feel like he's a little less stupid in this one than he is in the first one. You know, he's a doctor. Hey, you can have the book smarts. Don't mean you have those uh, street smarts and deal with a... Just because you went to college does not mean that you know how to deal with a goddamn pet cemetery. So, you know, that that's that's food for thought right there. So, I, I would say go see it. I Arlo and I have a system where... Because I watch all the bullshit, as you guys know. it's That's my pleasure. I love it. But he doesn't. He only wants to watch the good horror movies. So he has me go see something first. And then if it's to my approval, he'll go out and see it with me. I'll see it a second time. Now the exception to that is Us and uh, Get Out. Movies like that. Though I think those were maybe one of the... Oh, I think he, he did see The Conjuring 2 with me. Although that might have been my second time too. Uh, I got him really into The Witch. Which... I'm like all damn ready to fight people whenever they're like, the witch is boring. I'm like, fuck you. And I'd say I'm half kidding when I say that because there's people that I'm very close to that really disagree with me on that one. But I'm here to tell you, I don't. Actually, my sister, when she was sick, I sent her a care package of movies. And uh, one of them was the uh, uh, Hereditary. I really wanted her to watch it. She texted me, she said, I didn't realize that The Witch had a sequel. I'm like, shut up, dude. You didn't hate it that bad. She's like, no, just the ending, which I guess I can understand. Uh, 
Hey, agree to disagree, I guess, right? I don't know, everybody I've been talking to that's seen this seems to like it. But from Rotten Tomatoes, I was pretty surprised looking at that. Wow, haters gonna hate, I guess, you know? Not for everybody. I was driving past the movie theater today. There is a shit ton of good movies out right now. I still want to see Dumbo, but... And it's not getting great reviews, but I just feel like that would be one that would be awesome to see on the the big screen because visual, like I hope it's still as trippy as the original one was. Aladdin, not too excited about that. Will Smith is the genie, not excited. Uh, Jafar looks weak. It just looks weak. We've got some horror coming out, and, and I'm gonna keep keep you guys all updated on that. Probably watch Pet Cemetery again. Hopefully, have the book finished. And no, I still haven't watched uh, Leaving Neverland all the way through. I think I need to cool it on the fucked up documentaries for a little while. In fact, today's Monday, and the only good thing about Monday, you guessed it, cops on the Paramount Network. So definitely gonna be watching that. I'm, we're trying to fin- figure out how to watch this goddamn Twilight Zone. But from what I understood yesterday, from what I was reading, you have to get CBS all access and pay for it. And like, I'm paying for fucking the antenna channel, man. Like, I will find another way. I also did see that um, there's a, if you trial it for seven days, it's free. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll just wait till the end of it and then binge watch them all. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's Jordan Peele, so I'm intrigued. But is, do I think it's gonna exceed the original absolutely not the original still just holds up so much today and has been influential with so many different horror themes so i i would like to give it a watch the month of may is going to be an interesting month there uh there's a couple horror movies i think we're actually even sooner than that me, uh, my sister and her boyfriend are probably going to go see that Curse of La Llorona, which also looks weak. And Kelly, I don't know if you're listening or not. I know you had mentioned something about after we saw Pet Cemetery that if James Wan had directed it, it would have been better. I think that's bullshit. I love you, but that's bullshit. James Wan has done some great shit, don't get me wrong. Um, The Conjuring, he's... He's done, he's fucked with some American Horror Story, Final Destination, but he's also done a lot of garbage, too, and this, this movie, it looks like, I don't know, it looks like nothing really all that special or unique, I don't know, that one, I'll watch the whole fucking trailer, (laughs) whatever ruins the movie, is ain't the end of the world, so, that's, uh, so that's that, I don't know. So I'll, I'll probably be watching that soon. I'll keep you all posted. But I really wanted to talk Pet Cemetery. I've I've been I'm wanting to talk to more people about it, but I don't know as many people have seen it. So I'm hoping that this makes you want to go see it and watch the original too. And even if you're like me, where you gave the DVD to your sister to borrow, don't worry, it is on Amazon Prime. So if just go go get on your Prime account, watch the original, and then go see the remake and develop your own opinions and just have some fun for God's sake. Like, don't be a hater of the Pet Cemetery. Jeez, these fucking haters, man. Don't be a hater of Pet Cemetery. Endorse that shit. So I hope that I make you wanted to go see it without me ruining it like Hollywood does. So. Peace and love. <laughs>
Anyway, so I'm um, gonna go lay on my couch now. I wish I could just teleport from my bed to my couch, but it's one of those kind of fucking days, guys. I ate two dinners today. It's, it's like Ricky on the trailer park boys. Nobody wants to admit that they ate nine cans of ravioli. Well, I ate two dinners and I am admitting it, okay? So, that's that's that. Alright, so I'll hope, hopefully be talking to you all soon. Um, subscribe to this on any major, uh, major platform. Uh, I have a Facebook page. Like that. Follow me there. I always fo- post uh, everything on there. Um, and then if you ever want me to cover something or you just want to say something, feel free. I don't get any love on that page. It's just me posting some stupid shit every now and then. But So, hit me up. Alright guys, everybody have a good week. Don't drive like a fucking moron. I know it's nice, but saw a guy from a motorcycle on the ground yesterday and that makes it, it makes me sad, nervous. Take care of yourselves. Don't don't be don't don't be a maniac. Alright. Stay well, stay woke. Alright, peace y'all.